Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for you? And that's what I taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills of Ariel. I've got better things to do tonight than die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect, just do it. You know, throw some spaghetti against the wall. This is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys, part of the Once Upon a Podcast Network. This is George Soroy, and thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for being a part of the Reaching for Greater Glory miniseries that is my contribution to the National Podcast Post Month Challenge. Um, even though the word count for the National Novel Writing Month Challenge has stalled as of, uh, well, you know, it's been two weeks now. It's definitely something that, um, you know, I'm disappointed in the fact that, you know, I haven't been able to really kind of get there. But at the same time, it's, it's all for the greater good considering everything that had to be taken care of in the meantime. So this seemed like a really good time for today's card for the day 24 card in the no plot, no problem novel writing kit that Chris Beatty put together. Because this card is all about my good buddy, procrastination. So all aboard the procrastination station, here we go. The card is called Pressure Cooking. Procrastination, I think, gets a bad rap. To start a project and see it through to completion, we need the pressure and sense of urgency procrastination provides. Sure, in the midst of a frantic all-nighter to get a paper or a report done, it feels horribly dysfunctional. But I see procrastination as a terrifically functional way to minimize toil and maximize output. So if you've been letting yourself fall behind on your novel, it's okay. You're just allowing the pressure to build, waiting for the do-or-die moment to arrive before you throw yourself into the book with everything you've got. A note to all procrastinations, though. That moment starts today. It's day 24 of this challenge. So... Yeah, I know I'm behind. Thank you, Chris, for for the reminder. Um, but at the same time, like if you're just now starting, then yeah, you you've gotten you've got quite a uh, quite a road ahead of you. I'm grateful that I have at least passed the ten thousand word mark. So I know that there is. There's going to be quite a bit that I need to do each day in order to reach this goal. So I don't know if it's if it's attainable. It may be. Um, with everything that's been going on, we just had Thanksgiving, and there are things that are happening on the horizon over the next few days, and also getting stuff ready for my December episodes of Excelsior Journeys and lots of other things that are happening here at at, uh, at home, at work, everything. So, um, yes, I want to get this book finished as soon as possible. Um, at the same time, I'm also a realist when it comes to trying to get all of this, all of this in there. Um, at this specific point of time, basically just like trying to get myself all caught up with an additional 40,000 words or so in about a week's time. 
that's that in itself is a very, very big task. So it brings to mind <laughs> and considering, uh, considering that it is football season, um, it brings to mind the comparison of the two Super Bowl eras that the New York Giants went through, my team. Um, and considering the season that they've had, it's very easy to just kind of like look back at the past and really kind of reflect on, wow, these guys were really good. I wonder what the hell happened that, you know, got us here. So, but this is not a, 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 a football centric show. So I'm not going to go into the details about that, but I will notice, I will note that in 1986 and 1990, there were quite a few games where it wasn't a matter of, are we going to win? It's how many points are we going to win by? And we saw that on display very well. Um, in games like the last regular season that I, uh, game in 1986 that I went to with my dad. And it was the second game that I've ever gone to for the Giants. And by the time we got there, it was Giants 24, Packers nothing. It was on their way to a 55 to 24 romp. And it was just an amazing time. And then a couple weeks later, we got to watch the Giants decimate the Bill Walsh 49ers, 49 to three. So, I mean, they, they were just, they were, they were a monster. It was great. It was great to see that. Um, and then, you know, they, they did a lot of those games as well in 1990. Um, you know, beating, uh, beating Dallas the way that they did twice and, um, just, just, I mean, really just kicking the hell out of so many teams. And th- those were good times, you know, um, beating Chicago in the playoffs 31 to three. And, and, uh, even though the, um, the San Francisco game and the, and obviously Super Bowl 25 were just amazingly close, very competitive games. Um, I look back at those times with, uh, with, uh, led by, with a team led by Bill Parcells and they just, they were just like, it's not about, it's not about winning. It's about domination. It's about imposing your will on the other team. That's really what that was all about. And when it came to the Tom Coughlin era in 2007 and 2011, two of the great, obviously the greatest years in the franchise history, um, especially with a lot of people would say the greatest victory in franchise history, Super Bowl 42, beating the undefeated Patriots. But at the same time, there were so many of those games that really kind of came down to a field goal or um, or a missed field goal by the other team. I'm looking right at that Philadelphia game, um, in Philadelphia in, in 07, um, trying to, you know, getting ourselves down to at least like 10 points and then coming back to win, you know, those, those kinds of games, like, they, you know, they kept you involved. They kept you in, you know, um, invested in the game. But at the same time, it was just like, can't we just, kick the hell out of, you know, like everyone and just move on to the next, to the next game. Um, that's, that's the way I feel like when it comes to procrastination, 
It's like you're waiting until the fourth quarter to start playing the way that you should have been playing in quarters one through three. So that's what I'm thinking about this. It was just like, yeah, I I personally understand that there are just from my own situations, a lot of personal things came up and that kind of impeded my progress. Um, But when you're just sitting there and waiting for the right motivation to strike you for the, that, that moment of inspiration, that, that worries me. If all you're doing is just sitting there waiting, use your time wisely. If it's not, if you don't feel the pages themselves really kind of coming out of you, work on an outline, figure out something that you're going to be doing to make your job easier when it comes to getting your first draft done. You may just be just sitting there and everything, just thinking about it, just like, oh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it today. I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll be this. Maybe it'll be that. And just kind of mulling it over in your head. You keep on mulling it over in your head to the point your head is going to make you believe that you've already done the work and therefore you're going to just stop. Don't do that. I've done it. You know, there are a lot of times when I catch myself doing it today. So. Use your time wisely. Um, I am happy to say that I already have an outline for Greater Glory, part three in the Excelsior journey, um, which is desperately needed because, as I said before, parts one and two, when they were written in the forms that they are right now, they had somewhat of a skeleton already from stories that were written in high school. Part three was always just like a collection of wouldn't this be cool moments. And so I needed to kind of put those moments in the right order and create a good story flow. And I'm still working on that. But at the same time, I do have a finished outline. And not only is it a finished outline, but it's a it's a hybrid, an outline and a manuscript. So there are a lot of chunks of completed text that's in there. And then whenever I felt myself getting dry with uh with what I was doing, I at least wanted to keep moving forward. So I would just say in that chapter, uh this and this and this happens, and then move on to the next chapter. That's something that I recommend that a lot of you who are just sitting there waiting for that inspiration, waiting for the motivation to come and it never does, take the time to do like a quick outline. You know, um if you are stuck on a scene that may not be working for you or just, you know, something where you're just like, I, you know, I, I don't know how this scene is going to play out. Put a little something extra in there. Just go ahead and say, well, what do you want to accomplish with this scene? Well, I want to do this, 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 and this. Well, then write this, 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 and this, and then move on. Just figure it out. This is your draft. This is a garbage draft. Everything that you have in you Get it out and don't wait for that inspiration. Don't wait for the train to pull up at procrastination station because they're sitting, they're sitting on their ass waiting for you to get to work. So let's all do this. Let's go ahead and push forward as much as we can and finish this month in style. Finish this month with our head up. We may not reach the finish line, the 50,000 word finish line, but we can at least say that we put the effort forward. So 
I'm proud of you guys for pushing through on everything you're doing. I love you guys. I want you to succeed. And I hope that you feel the same about me, about the show, about my writing, whatever the case. I'd love to hear from you. So please go ahead and drop me a note. I'm at george at he's got it.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Keep moving forward. Do not look back. And until next time, this is George Saroy saying to all of you, ever upward, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com.